This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Can I just say before we begin how grateful I am to you for listening to my stories? It means so much to... Oh, uh, I just looked at the huge clock in my studio and we do not have time for pleasantries today because I have a guest and she will be here in like one minute. So I wrote this story a while ago. Can't say I remember it too well. Sometimes my brain gets all fuzzy about my stories after I write them. So it will be a surprise for all of us as to how it turns out. But I do vaguely remember that there are geese in this story. So please welcome my guest, Cassandra. Cassandra is a goose, a Canadian goose. And I am not afraid of her being this close to me. Not at all. Welcome, Cassandra. You can just back up a little bit, though. Okay, thanks. Friends, I am totally not afraid of geese, but I just need Cassandra to be a little further away from me, so you might not be able to hear her voice. Cassandra, I invited you here because I do feature geese in this story. Can't quite recall how geese are featured, but I just know that they are. So, welcome. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Um, I didn't know geese had eyebrows that they could furrow, but apparently they do. Cassandra, I think you're going to like the story. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. She says she usually does not like stories. Ever. Well, I'm going to change your mind. Just you wait. But also, can you just back up just a little bit again? Thanks so much. Let's get to our story. Tad and Fish. Take it away, Dermot and Amelie. Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine them in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Fish was born from a small egg in the depths of a pond in the middle of a city. The first thing Fish heard was the sound of children laughing from above the surface. The first things Fish saw were other fish and turtles, wobbly human faces above, and small objects dropping into the water and swirling downward. Fish was one of many. They all looked alike, silvery grayish blue with big searching eyes. They swam side by side. Each day, fish grew a bit bigger than the day before. In the afternoon, the sun streamed down through the water. Fish could sometimes hear music playing. In the night, Everything was dark and quiet. Fish and turtles made their way through the water, passing one another in silence. The pond was mysterious, and Fish did not love mystery. She wanted to know what was happening, so she asked a lot of questions. 
Um, excuse me, she'd say to a passing turtle. Um, what are those sounds? And after asking about five times and practically following the turtle home, she'd get her answer. Fish was persistent, and that meant the pond became less and less of a mystery. That was a comfort to Fish. One day, not too long after Fish had left her little egg to join the great swirling world of the pond, someone else burst out of his own egg, just nearby. Let's call him Tad. Tad was a luminescent pale green. He had a head and a wisp of a tail. He swam around the pond, exploring his new home. Tad was one of many, too, and they all looked alike. They swam and darted around, searching for food. Fish of all sizes swam around these new little creatures. On his first day in the pond, as he swam around, getting acquainted with things, finding his favorite spots, picking out the best plants to take naps next to, figuring out what those loud sounds were, On that very first day, Tad met Fish. Fish was swimming in the big school that was her family when there was a great movement in the water. Something or things were coming. Fish and all the others began to scatter, darting in all directions. They saw big webbed feet churning in the water, making great waves below the surface. So many feet and the loud sounds. Pieces of something white and fluffy started entering the water. The pieces would fall and hang out on the surface for a moment before the big webbed feet would churn and an enormous beak would slice into the water to snap at them. Small people's wobbly faces appeared above, laughing and shouting. Out of nowhere, a big piece of the white stuff came through the water and started to sink towards Fish. From all her question asking, Fish knew the white stuff was bread. And if bread was falling towards her, a beak would follow very soon after. What Fish did not know was why human people loved to throw bread to ducks. This was a great mystery that Fish planned to investigate further. But just then, Fish scrambled away, swimming down as fast as she could, missing two beaks as they dipped below the surface and began sparring. Fish swam down, down, down until she could slip under a plant. And there, under that plant, she bumped into Tad. Tad was sleeping. He woke up and saw Fish peering at him with her big, searching eyes. Fish liked Tad right away. Sometimes you just click, you know? Fish could tell, just by the way Tad looked at her, that they would be friends. Tad looked towards the sounds coming from the pond's surface. Come on, Fish said. Let's look. Tad followed Fish, and they swam far enough up to where they had a good view 
Cad's eyes widened as he watched the big webbed feet slashing through the water and saw the wobbly faces of the human people and the sun winking down on them and sounds of laughter and birds in the distance. Tad gazed up at this strange scene. It was all a great mystery. Mysteries did not bother Tad so much. He stayed quiet. Are you new here? Fish asked, like she hadn't just been born a few days earlier. Tad nodded. You'll get used to it, Fish said. Tad smiled. Just don't go near the surface except when it's quiet. Tad nodded. Out of nowhere, something came ripping down, and a huge beak, a different kind of beak, one attached to a long neck, shot through the water. Goose! Fish shouted. Fish and Tad swam as fast as they could back down to the plant. Geese are the worst, Fish explained like an expert. Whatever you do, stay away from geese. Did you see all the ducks even swim away as soon as the geese came? Everyone feels the same way about geese, Fish went on. Tad nodded. The rest of that afternoon, Fish and Tad swam around together, getting to know one another. Fish did most of the talking. Tad was quiet, but very happy to have a new friend. Life went on. Fish got a little bigger. Tad got a little bigger, too. They spent their days swimming and laughing. Tad started talking more, and that made Fish feel special. Since the pond was in a city, there were always people to look up at during the day. Fish and Tad would look up at their shimmery faces and listen to the sounds of city life. Some were very nice sounds. Some were not very nice sounds. Fish and Tad liked to hear them all because it made them feel as though they were truly living. Fish was thrilled to have a best friend. Life was going to be so good in this pond with Tad by her side. She just knew that every day, for all the days, they'd be together. But something strange began to happen. A few weeks after Fish and Tad popped out of their tiny eggs, a few weeks after they bumped into one another and became fast friends, a few weeks after Fish helped Tad to understand why he should avoid geese at all costs for the rest of his life, Tad grew legs. There were two of them. It was like they'd popped out overnight. One day, no legs. The next day, two. To fish, it would have been like growing two ears overnight. That's how very strange it was. But for some reason, one that fish wouldn't have been able to explain herself, she did not want to ask any questions. Fish felt every question she had fold up inside her and hide. So on the first day, of Tad having legs, Fish, in her shock and confusion, ignored them completely. 
At one point, Tad tried to comment on them. Uh, hey, Fish, uh, did you notice that I have... Look! Fish interrupted, pointing with a fin. Tad, uh, look at that very interesting thing over there. It wasn't a very interesting thing. It was a mildly interesting thing at best. A small person had thrown his ball a bit too high, and it had landed in the pond, bobbing around, possibly lost forever. It was very red. It wasn't very interesting. It was, however, enough to distract Tad from talking about his brand new legs. The next day, the legs were longer. They propelled Tad around a bit faster. He seemed delighted to have what Fish considered alien and intruder legs. Why is he so happy to have those things? Fish wondered. I certainly wouldn't be happy if I grew two noses. I would go find some herbal remedies as soon as possible. But Tad swam around happily with his new legs. He could dart forward, then swim. Fish couldn't dart nearly as well. She felt a distance blossom between them. On the third day of this leg nonsense, Fish decided to take a different tack. She decided to confront Tad about his unacceptable legs and tell him what was obviously the right thing to do. Go to a doctor. I've let this fantasy go on long enough, thought Fish. When a fish grows legs, that's not something to celebrate. It's something to fix. Fish didn't want to think about how it could be fixed. She just focused on helping her poor, afflicted friend. Fish found Tad under their usual plant, having a nap. Tad, Fish said, not realizing how loud she was talking. When she was excited, she lost all ability to modulate her voice. It was something she was working on. Tad startled awake. We need to discuss your condition, Fish began. As your friend, I cannot let you suffer any... Fish stopped. She felt as though someone had just spun her up in a whirlpool. She watched Tad with big, unblinking eyes. Tad was rubbing his own eyes awake with his two brand new front legs. Oh, what were you saying? Tad asked, finally putting down the utterly shocking legs. Tad's four legs now dangled down into the water around him, two smaller front legs to go with his longer back ones. And was it Fish's imagination? Or was Tad's tail looking the slightest bit shorter today? Fish realized Tad was looking at her, expecting a response. But she couldn't respond. This was all too much. For a moment. And then Fish regained her ability to respond. Because she was a talker. It was just her nature. You have more legs, Fish managed. Yep, Tad said, nodding. I mean, you seriously have legs. I do, 
Tad said, smiling. Fish did not smile. Why? she asked. I thought you knew. Knew what? Knew we were best friends? Knew we were supposed to tell each other everything? Knew we were going to spend all the days together? Tad's smile went away. He looked hurt. Fish, I thought you knew. I'm a frog. Fish felt like she'd gotten a harpoon in the chest. Although not literally, because that would be a very serious emergency situation. But just figuratively, you know? She was devastated. And, perhaps more than that, she was embarrassed. She looked at Tad. He was green. He had four legs and a slowly vanishing tail. Of course, he was a tadpole. How had she not seen this? It's not like she'd been born yesterday, although she had been born just a few weeks earlier. But still, Fish had even noticed that all of the other little creatures in Tad's family had also started growing legs. They'd been darting around her for a week now, showing off their new appendages. And yet, somehow, Fish had imagined Tad would end up in a different place, in the water, with her, for all the days. Fish felt the saddest she'd ever felt in her three-week life. In general, fish do not cry. But if Fish had been an animal that could cry, she would have been fighting off tears. And every time she went to find words to put to her feelings at the moment, they got snagged in her mouth. Hmm, wait, that's, that's not a good image for a fish. They got caught. No, that's, that's not good either. She just couldn't come up with the right words. There we go. Unable to cry or speak, Fish did the only thing she could think to do. She turned and swam away. Tad watched her go, feeling a weight settle into his brand new limbs. Over the next few weeks, Fish went out of her way to avoid Tad. Every time she saw him darting through the water, She'd quickly swim under a leafy plant or hide behind a rock. She knew this was not a great way to handle things. She just couldn't seem to do anything else. Until one day, many weeks after Fish and Tad had both popped out of their wiggly little eggs in the great pond, Tad found Fish. She was in a synchronized swimming class. When she saw Tad hovering in the water nearby, Fish forgot her dance moves, and three other fish bumped into her as they swirled gracefully. Mm, sorry, she muttered, and swam out of formation. Tad had seen her. There's no use swimming away now. Tad was still Tad, but different. His tail was all the way gone. His head had grown, and his eyes bugged out. He was a frog now, through and through. Fish felt a shiver of embarrassment all over again, remembering how she'd imagined them spending every day together. Fish, 
Tad said. I came to say I'm sorry. Fish looked at Tad with her big eyes. You don't have to be sorry. I'm sorry. I ignored what I was seeing, and and then I avoided you for weeks. That's not how you treat a friend. It was a misunderstanding, that's all, Tad said. You were expecting something, and it turned out to be different than you thought. I guess... I guess this is goodbye, then, Fish said, looking at the frog in front of her. Goodbye? You're a frog now. You can't spend all the days with me down here. You have to be up there. I don't know, like playing volleyball or driving a golf cart or something. Tad laughed. Is that what you think frogs do up there? Fish smiled. I don't know. I won't be here every day, but I'll be here every other day to visit you. Really? Of course, really. Then Tad told Fish the story of how he'd encountered geese for the first time up on land. Thanks to Fish, he had not hesitated to leap away as fast as possible. The geese quickly lost interest in him and instead cornered a human person who was out for a jog. The story had a happy ending for Tad. Tad wasn't sure how the human person had fared. Tad and Fish spent the rest of that day together. At night, they hugged goodbye. Well, technically, Tad hugged Fish. And Tad darted up towards the surface of the pond on the promise that he'd be back to visit in a couple days. Fish swam back to where her family slept. She settled in, feeling a new lightness. She knew where she stood with Tad. The mystery was gone. Now she could rest. Uh Uh-huh, right. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, Fish did say that. Um, I could see how that statement would be hurtful. It was a strong statement. I mean, Fish clearly shouldn't have said, you know, that geese are the worst and that everybody feels the same way about geese. That's not true. I'm sure there are fish and frogs and people who are not terrified of geese and avoid them at all costs. I mean, I invited you into this small studio that is feeling smaller by the moment. You know what? Actually, Cassandra, can you back up again? Cassandra, can you back up? Um, tiny people, I have a bit of a situation here, so I have to do this last part quickly. Um, and I just want to say I learned something from this experience. Namely, I really have to reread my stories before I invite a guest. That would be wise. Anyway, thank you to the incredible listeners who supplied sound effects used in today's story. This under backup, please. Okay. Big thanks to Nora, Briella, Diana, Sage, Drew, Amos, Lucas, Tessa, Zach, and Leo. Thank you so much. And thank you to Dermot and Amelie for providing a super important reminder message at the beginning. 
Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Special thanks to my in-house tech director, Peter Kay, for designing my website and putting my stories in the internet for all of you to enjoy. You can find my first picture book. It's available on my website. Just go to the tab that says book. Oh, no, Cassandra, um, why are your friends here? Oh, gosh. Uh, tiny people, I, I got to get out of here. Um, if you loved the story, share it with a friend. Not a goose, okay? A fish friend, a frog friend, a human person friend, but not a goose. Learn from my experience and um, leave a review if you can, okay? Okay, I got to go. Thank you, as always, for listening in. 